This is the All Candidates Podcast, brought to you by Spruce Tree Media and the Kitimat Chamber of Commerce. This podcast is about getting to know the candidates that will potentially form the next District of Kitimat Council. Each candidate has the opportunity to sit down with me and talk about themselves, their plans, and platform. Each candidate is asked the same questions, and their answers are unedited. I'm your host, Devin Wall. On this episode, I'm with Edwin Empanado. Edwin, thank you for joining me. Um, so now, if you can just tell me a little bit about yourself. So now you're uh, you're running again uh, for a councillor in here in the district of Kitimat. Um, now tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay, so yeah, thank you, David, for giving me this opportunity to, let's say, introduce myself and uh, let people know who I am. So the daily job I do is actually I am a registered nurse. I am the head nurse and manager of the operating room at Kitimat General Hospital. What it means is actually I manage the surgical services and mapping out uh, surgical patients, trying to reduce the wait list, uh, surgical wait list in the province and in the region, and the wait times, and at the same time to manage the, uh, the expectations of Northern Health to give safe care, quality care, standardized and cost-effective care to the patients not only in Kiribati, but also in the region. Excellent. And at the same time, yeah, because you mentioned I'm an incumbent uh, running again. So, yeah, I've done this. This is my, I'm finishing my 11th year for this, right? So I had three terms serving uh, Kirimat. And thanks. I thank the people for giving me that opportunity to right? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, no, lots of time to kind of like, you know, see Kirimat really, really change. So now what motivates you to let your name stand to be a counselor here in Kitimat? So that's a good question, Devin. I actually uh, describe it into four words. So one is actually, I started with advocacy, right? Advocacy for me is you, because I'm a registered nurse, right? Patients are my care, uh, are the recipient of my care. I look at the community and the family in the community also as a, like a, a patient, but then you go beyond the quality medical care, right? So that's my advocacy. And I will explain later, later on what does that mean. The next one is pursuance. Pursuance for me is uh, 11 years in council. We have started. I have seen the growth and the struggles within 11 years. So there are certain strategies and uh, plans that the district and mayor and council had. And then so there are things that need to be continued too, right? So that's what I mean by that. Responsiveness. So times change. Even though we have this uh, strategic plan and things we have in mind in the next four years, ten years, we, things change. In a moment. And as a member of mayor and council, we need to be responsive to those needs. And those needs comes from either two things. One from anecdotal uh, comments from the public. And the second one is through uh, evidence-based uh, what's happening with, uh, let's say, the services that you you were given, and also the parameters, right, of what's happening in the community. The third one, the next one, is consistency. Consistency for me is you have to, because you deal with a lot of stakeholders, mayor and council needs to be consistent in the message, right, in what you portray either to your provincial government, federal government, nonprofit, and your industrial partners. You need to be consistent in how you say and how you behave. 
and that will give them assurance of who that mayor and council is. And I find that really very effective. And the last one is, of course, uh, public service, right? The commitment I have given it was actually 11 years. It was not easy with a young family, with a young daughter, but I want to continue doing that because I see hope. And we have seen already things changing in the community, but we still have lots of things to, to deal with. And then, of course, from that, it's about looking at a healthy community. What is that healthy community? And I said it goes beyond quality medical care. So for me, it's actually the social, the safe, right? The safe socioeconomic and environmental factors that should be seen in the community. One of those are employment. Are the people really employed? The source of income. Do we have a good public transportation? Healthy housing is for me. Accessible community services. Sustainable partnership, what do you mean? Nonprofit, industrial, again, the levels of government. And of course, the socio-cultural socio cohesion. This is a multicultural town, then are we right into that direction? Educational opportunities for those, right? Uh, to, to go into the workforce, right? And for those who doesn't have the opportunity to go to school, to encourage them, right? And then accessible healthcare services affordable recreational services and opportunities to socialize, healthy and safe physical environment, right? And then, of course, a well-founded organization. And that is also an important thing because it's the people in there that really gives the service to the community following the direction of mayor and council. This is now really a, a long thing why I am putting myself still to run. Right, next right. Year. And thank you, really, Devin, for asking that. Excellent. So now you you kind of talk. So obviously, eleven years—that's um, a long time. You've seen Kinema change a lot, um, for the better, for the worse. What would you say are some of the struggles um, that are still within the community, and some of the barriers that are within the community? So the barriers, really. I'll start with the barriers, right? So local government deals also with your other forms of government, right? So this is where now, like the regional district, right, to deal, really uh, have a good relationship with them. Because if you don't, then there are some services, right, that uh, will be affected. Provincial government. Why? That's the barrier too. Because, I mean, sometimes they make decisions that uh, for us and affects us and they don't even consult us. So that's one. Federal government too. So those are the barriers that we should be included inclusion really into their decision making, especially with things that matters to us, like uh, like the quality of air, right? How do you do that, right? What's the, what's the, the evidence-based thing, right? And where to, to place these things or how we could extend the, the landfill or those dynamics, right? So, and the struggles that we have too is, this is what I call the cause and effect. Even though we want uh, uh, industries, we want our people to be employed, then you need to bring industries or uh, have a diverse economy. There is always a thing that carries with it, the socioeconomic impacts. And what are those, right? Like if people are employed, childcare now is. So those are the, the, the struggles now, right? The, the, the impact of when we, and how we manage that 
it's usually the, the, the work of local government, provincial government, federal government, and the regional district. Childcare, for instance, is already a struggle. Why? Because we needed work, uh, people to work, right? Regardless of whether you are the, the, fa- the father or the dad, but you, are, you have a growing kid, then you have no place. How will you support that? Then, so, yeah, even me, in my team, right, uh, I need to adjust, right, to, to, to a staff who has an issue with this. But with, with uh, having that role in council, yeah, I did support, really, like the thematic status of women building that we supported that there was one who wants to improve and I forgot the name of the company now or the nonprofit that offers child care improve more seats I supported that so then the lack of workers too those are our struggles right how would you it is for me I always say it's a workers market workers can jump from one company to the other Right, so we have to take care of them, retain them. It's not just about hiring; it's about retention, right? Making them happy and respond to their needs, right? And also transportation access too. We need to to, to be with that. The cost of rent, because we are bringing now. There are some speculators too, right? So those are we can't bring in people to work because now the cost of rent and the housing cost too is up. Right? Right? Another struggle is, yeah, we want to build, but what do we do with these older houses? How? So we need to look for ways on how we incentivize that, that uh, people who own this will renovate, and even commercial too, right? And then we, we need also housing for seniors. Our retired people, our uh, 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 fixed income people. These are retirees, our workforce that stayed in town, that ought to stay in town. The cost is, uh, our cost of living in town has come up. How do we support them? From the housing perspective and study and assessment we did is this is one of the population that we need to support too. And they are growing. They are growing in numbers. Then, of course, the, the need of some alternative living care. Because as they go older, of course, they become demented. We, we need really to take care of these people, right? And then from my perspective, too, because we have the greatest asset in the community, which is the surgical services. And I can be proud of that. People might not know that we give really a good. We might be complaining to the health authority, but us of the place that I run, I think we, we excel, right? But then we need the support too, like the provincial government should improve patient transfer. We should have an improved ambulance services. The region should not rely mostly on the district because we need that service too. They should, and I know our district and our fleet and our frontline firefighters and paramedics are providing that services in order to keep the surgical services. And I thank them for that. So, so these are one of the struggles. More two is small businesses need to be supported too, right? We just don't, right? But then this takes actually like uh, a collaboration of 
many stakeholders, Chamber of Commerce, right? Uh, the small businesses and the owners. And I know from the district point of view, right, what we have done in the past is actually how we look into incentivizing them, right? We, during the COVID, we offer certain things for those who are struggling. And I supported that. And we know that they are still struggling. We know that there is a need for spaces, how we could respond to that, right? And then for those who are already existing to retrofit their building, right? We need to have to continue looking for ways and best practices on how we could incentivize them, right? And then what is dear to me is also improving our water quality. I know we have, I mean, our water quality is not really failing. It's safe to drink, but we need to improve, especially on the turbidity, right? We should have less, uh, let's say, water advisory thing. And I know I'm committed to really push for that, right? And I know it will cost us, right? But that's one of the services that the, the district provides and the basic uh, provision it to, to give to its citizen. So a lot of things really that I could mention and I could spend the whole day right, looking for ways. And it's not an easy thing to look at because we have lots of struggles and it changes from year to year, right? Now the cost is high, but then the vacancy rate is very high. Oh, what's wrong in here, right? So those are the barriers, the struggles, and all stakeholders should look into it, right? Nonprofit levels of government should discuss and look for ways, and the district should be committed to to address those. And thank you for asking that. Definitely, and you know, it, it is interesting that you know all those kind of go hand in hand in hand, right? So four years um, is the term. Um, so in those four years, what do you think? Um, Council should really focus on in those in those upcoming four years. Now, obviously, can't fix everything. Mm-hmm. Four years is you know like in the grand scheme of things a very short time. So, what do you think uh, council needs to really narrow down on? So, I mentioned about pursuance as one of the things that one of the reasons that I why I put in my name right, and I always categorize them right. We're in council should focus on and. The strategic uh, plans and because uh, that we did right, and I I, I I like it because we always bring to the t- table what are the common things for us, and along these eleven years there are always about six or seven, you can define it. One is actually uh, for me is not in uh, how to call it uh, in uh, like an order thing of importance. One is to continue managing impacts of LNG projects. That's one. And I know previous, this mayor and council have a lot of, uh, put in a lot of things in there. Well, what does that mean? It will respond to the things that I have mentioned, right? The struggles. We have to manage community impacts. We just don't bring them. We have to make them socially and environmentally responsible. We have to manage that. And then, of course, affected to that is your housing needs, right? So we need to, the next category is the environmental stewardship. And I mentioned that already further to that, and sustainable practices. I am lucky that uh, this, uh, you have seen the change now in how we, we do our garbage collection and retaining. So that's one of the environmental stewardship that we have. Council is looking into like applying maybe 
applying, how we could do it in best practice, applying, let's say, environmental things into the bylaws. And I listen to that. We listen to that, and we'll see how this mayor and council, if I will be part of it, and looking to ways how we could apply that. The third one is, yes, we know that we have these big companies, right? But we need to look also at diverse value-added economy. Tourism for me is an important thing, right? Not just depend on the small businesses, the, the, the commercial thing, right? So that's one. And we should support what is existing and we should be open to and welcoming to those that are coming right for future industry. We need to have a discussion with that. Then we need to continue building relationship with ISLA. I know we started. I know it's a slow process, but we need to have that, right? To have a better uh, progress because we live in the same valley with two governance, mm-hmm. right? And I know there are already things that are being done. There is a talk of having a museum with partnership. We know that the district's already discussing with uh, the economic how we could both local governments, and I support that. We know that there is willingness now in responding to imp- how we could maybe later on discuss about the downtown core, how it would look like, how Heisler concept and culture could be incorporated. And see, this is we need to continue doing that. And we, we need to continue showing really uh, an honest thing, right? Because oh, and we need to break that history. So that's why I said continue building that relationship. And then, of course, the fourth one for me is enhance, enhancing social well-being. Council will be discussing about that. What's that? I mean, again, social impact, right? And then we need to continue to strengthen through our organization because we are the ones delivering that service. We need to take care of our people. We need to take care of our assets. We need to take care of the, the, the services we have. Right? We need to change our hiring practices. We need to change, and I will always support, and I have supported, right, that we need to constantly be on the table with the union, with, with Unifloor, with that. And I saw the improvement into that, right? And that needs to be continued too. And then we council, I'll be saying maybe we need to have a discussion on how we could now invest into the structures the assets that we have. We need to have, uh, how do you call it, a brand. Branding branding is not just saying Kirimat is the marvel of the how do you call it, industry and nature. We need to have like a city hall. Change, we need to improve maybe slowly uh, one of the buildings. Maybe it could be a public safety building or the leisure services. Because leisure, leisure services for me is where people now prevents you from, uh, uh, promotes to being healthy, preventing them from coming to the hospital. So for me, that's what I will be bringing to the table too, right? So pursuance with those kind of, and I know it's like it might be a repetitive thing, but then it's really very important categorizing, but the specific things to be done that will be up to the discussion of mayor and council. Thank you. Excellent. So now you, t- you talked about, you know, like um, improving um, like structures and, and improving the buildings and stuff like that. Do you feel that downtown Kinemat is healthy and, and um, successful right now? Or do you think it can be improved? Um, 
do you think like, you know, like obviously Kitimat is starting to age and it was a planned, planned town. So, you know, it's, it's built a little bit differently than other municipalities in the area. Um, do you think that um, the Kitimat downtown is healthy and, and successful? So I wouldn't say yes and no, but there is a room to improve. There is a need to improve. And when I say that uh, becoming a welcoming community and then supporting small businesses, we need to, right? So Kirimat has its basic. But then, again, branding, right? We don't have a core. We have an old core, right? And so there is, for me, a need really to improve our downtown and to have one, right? And I'm lucky again to mention again that the mayor and council in the last, this one, uh, the incumbent one, uh, look, put out a, a study for the expert to look into. But then, of course, I like the, uh, the five concepts, basic principles. Downtown core is supposed to be a people-oriented, meaning to say for me, orientation of a downtown development. Yes, you, you, you were right. It was built for in, a, in the 60s. But things have changed. So people needs, need to be oriented to that, right? The creation of a high-quality pedestrian spaces. One of our assets is actually connectivity. And we need to preserve and continue improving that. The downtown core should be compact, right? Infill. Everything should be in there, right? So that it becomes cost-effective, right? So... It should be complete, right? What do you mean by it? We have to encourage uh, like development of complementary uses to other things, not just commercial or not just maybe commercial or business. There should be a residential component for that. That's where I supported that too. Timeless, right? Timeless is a thoughtful and complementary architectural expressions, right? And that's branding, right? And lastly, it should be supported supported by all stakeholders and partners in the community. I would like to see uh, that happen. But then we have that study. It's under public uh, comment and everything, and I would like to push that, right? And, and you will see mayor, this incumbent mayor and council is really supportive of that, local businesses. You see the brew is coming up, but then we need really to define whether, where would like, where we... Where would we like it to be? How does it form, right? But then knowing that the basic principles, which pursuance again, it's people-oriented, it should be compact, it should be complete, it should be timeless, it's supported. I might be repeating the study, but that is actually a good thing. But people can comment on that, right? Thank you. Excellent. So now you talk, so you talk about that study and you talk about, you know, like how, you know, like, it needs to be timeless, and, and, and that's a great point. So what does, um, what does 10 years in Kitimat look like to you? <laughs> Thank you, really. Sorry for, for just, not, it's not that. I'm just amused, right? Because I've been 11 years. I have lots of aspirations and, how to call it, expectations, and they're just happening in, in, my, in my last years, right? Because So 10 years would be, let's say, really... I would like to see a diverse economy, right? I would like to reason to, to, to instead of us going out, uh, we should, people should come and know uh, Kirimat, and I know it's starting. So, like, and I thank 
the obviate, I thank Mecca for doing that, right? I thank the District of Kinemat for improving the pool. And thank, like, I always mention Northfield, right? Because I didn't realize that people from Terrace comes to Kinemat to shop. And then they use the pool because they don't have the products that are in Terrace. I would like to see that, right? I see now uh, people, bikers from, uh, BMX bikers from Terrace coming to that obvious thing. I didn't even realize until I went there when I asked them. I said, how come, how, how did you know? So that should be now the change, right? And I would like to see that. And we need a nonprofit and we need partners for that and support partners too. I would like to see a vibrant and healthy community too by breaking the barriers, right? I would like to see if I'm given a chance again really to, to be a front with provincial and the federal government really breaking those involve us in your decision making, especially that, is, that are the, the things that are dear to the community, right? Ten years, I would like to see a city hall. I would like to see maybe an improved safety building and that and one recreational center in that next ten years. And maybe, but then that is also dependent on what people like, right? Because there are seven of us with one vote each. We might come from a different, but then, yeah, I'm just one vote. But we need really to select people who have, can bring into the table something that could lead the community, right? Same, same goal, right? Same aspiration, right? Same inspiration. I'm not born and raised in Kinemat. I came to work to take care of the sick members so that family members can work, right? But this is my home, right? Yeah. Excellent. Thank you so much for, no, for joining you. me. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time and uh, good luck with your campaign. No worries. And thank you really, Devin and the Chamber of Commerce for giving me the chance to, to really say what I have in mind, in my heart and my hand. And then, yeah, I, I, I just, I mean, if people see that, uh, uh, that I have done well and I would always will, Right, with own my my own strength. With Edwin, we can win <laughs> and make him <laughs> a better place to live in, more than uh, quality medical care. Thank you, Devin. Excellent. Thank you.